How can you say that? I knew you wouldn't understand. For you, it's all about the rating. Let's go pillage, you say. But we never spent any time working on building our clan. Oh, come on. We need to build a good man. a new microphone and a new stand and now it's tricky. There we go. Hey, wow. Hey, everybody. All right. New microphone. That's that's cool. Is that loud enough? Sure, it's loud enough. It is. I remember that guy saying, like, is it loud enough? I don't think it's loud. Oh, this cord isn't long enough. Fuck me. It's okay. It's uh, There's a stick and we can... Zach, will you get the stick and make the music, uh, make the noise be louder at us? No? Okay, never mind. Forget <laughs> it. It's cool. <laughs> Um, there's a stick in the corner. We're just lifting the veil for the radio audience. Behind the door is a stick, <laughs> and it's long. And yeah, or you can jump up if you want to jump up uh, and turn it up a little bit, like to 11. Turn it up. Turn it up to 11. All right, there we go. Now I can hear myself in our new microphone. Is the new microphone better or worse than the old ones, David? Does it matter? They're better. They're better. Great. Lifting the veil. Everybody's excited. Yay, it's comics, friend of a comic, cool, it's fantastic, comedy club is, it's eight o'clock, it's, it's so hard to believe that we're performing for actual people, those who are downloading this later and we're like, oh, the 10,000 people that downloaded this, thank you, that's great, it's so hard to pretend that you're listening and that we care, it's like, <laughs> Oh, I believe it. <laughs> I, I see. Every month I see the stats and I'm like, these are made up. People just throw numbers. It's kind of like banks with money and stuff. I'm like, is any of it real? You're from Switzerland. There's Swiss banks. None of that is real. We can just pretend, oh, I have a Swiss bank account with a million dollars. Is that you just say it and it's true? Is that how it works these days? I have a startup. I have a million dollars. Whose money is it? I don't know. Do you have to pay it back? Don't you just claim bankruptcy? Isn't that, isn't that the American way now? It's like, go to college pay for it with someone else for no money. It's kind of the way it should be, is that college is free because you just go and then you take out loans and then you bankruptcy, so it was like it was free. I don't know, I'm a socialist, I don't believe in money, so the whole concept <laughs> of it is really difficult for me to like wrap my head around. I'm <laughs> like, can I just trade you like a chicken for some weed food, like how do we, isn't that how the tenderloin works? Like somebody gives you fried chicken and someone else gives them weed food? That's how it works in the tenderloin, I think. That's the economy I live on. I don't know about you guys. I'm on a fried chicken for marijuana only. <laughs> the economy. I have I get so high. I was I ate so much of this weed fudge that I made. My poop this morning smelled like cannabis. <laughs> My own like I'm sitting on the toilet and I'm like, did I what? How is this possible? And my entire body is uh, it's like I am 
I am weed now. It's like sing I'm becoming weed singularity. Like I am the plant. We are the same. I understand. No, I get I got so high. Uh I don't know if this happens to you guys. Uh I thought I was the smartest person alive. Anyone else? No, just me. Cool. Anyone get so high they forget how their own shower works? It's like this weird dichotomy where I think I'm the smartest person alive and then I don't know how to work my own shower. Like Airbnb in my own home. How does this work? <laughs> Who lives here? Why is there cat litter all over the floor? How much am I paying for this place? Me and yeah. Woo! No, I do get I do get so high. Like, ooh. No, I've really been thinking that um it's hard for me to understand like what's going on in the world. And I've I've narrowed it down to this. Everything we know is a lie because the T-Rex bones were put back together wrong. And we all believe it. We all believe it. Oh, in 1898, 1907, <laughs> whenever they found the T-Rex bones. And the T-Rex lived in the 33rd parallel, which meant that whenever they died, it could have gone any willy-nilly way and things could have moved. But we put the bones back together. And it's, and I get it, the hubris of man, right? The coolest, biggest dinosaur. Of course he walked on two legs, like a big, beefy human. With his little tiny faggy arms. It makes no sense. Also, if you look at the bones, everybody imagine the bones in their head. Articulated spine from head to tail. But in the middle, this weird hip cap that sort of forces him over. So, these tiny little arms. But if you take that hip cap and you flip it upside down, it makes a breastbone. If you look at the T-Rex bones, there's no breastbone. So when the, when the thing with the, what's the thing with the things on its spiky tail and it's all like stegosaurus comes up underneath the big old, it's got God's heart is gone. It just ripped right into its chest because there's no breastplate. But that's because we put the bones back together wrong. So if you take the hip cap, you flip it around, you make it a breastplate, then those big beefy legs become big beefy wings. T-Rex was a dragon. Why all this dragon mythology? Where did the dragon mythology come from? We got St. George and the dragon. We got dragons and the dragons. We got training a dragon. Everybody loves dragons. Why all the dragons? Because the T-Rex was a dragon. You take those weird little legs, you move them back, then they're just like any other bird. Birds have dumb, stupid little legs. Look at any bird you've ever seen. You're like, how is that bird on those dumb little dragons? Ah. Ah! I feel like I feel like I'm the smartest person alive. <sighs> I also want to use my body in the way God intended, uh, and I want to breastfeed the vegans, <laughs> right? Like vegans, this is 100% consent-based milk, all right? Vegans breastfeed their children, right? Consent-based milk. I'm a human giving consent. They can have meltable cheese. Can we save the fucking vegans? Like, come on! Cashew cheese. I'd be angry too. I'd be telling everybody if I was vegan if I'd eat cashew cheese. Why even call it cheese? It's like, it's a nut butter. Okay, I'll accept that. So I want to milk my own titties and I want to make it into cheese, but the beauty of it is that I consume so much marijuana that my breast milk will have THC in it. Therefore, I will make TH cheese. Yeah. 
Oh, yes. Yes, I will. And the main question is, can I get high off my own supply? Like, if I eat my own THGs, and then it's just, again, pot singularity. I figured it out. Oh, High all the time. It's good. There's nothing wrong with it. So, I mean, what, are we going to make Prozac cheese? No. We're making healthy, like, plant-based, human plant-based. My other genius idea I think about um, when I'm super high is uh, how I want to win the fucking science fair. <laughs> like, I want to, I'll never have kids of my own, so I'm going to adopt, abduct someone else's <laughs> child, you know, just for, like, three weeks. They won't notice it's gone. It's th that age. They don't care. They're like, get it out of my house. It's jam hands, touching everything, asking me questions all the time. I want to get on the bus, find out which muni bus is the most disgusting. Like, I need a fifth grader and some litmus paper and swabs and like Ziploc bags. And we're gonna find out if you can get chlamydia from the 22. <laughs> is that, what is that liquid on the nine? What is it? Let's find out together. It could be soda, it could be urine. It's like, it's gonna be Mountain too. Is that bottle that you found <laughs> on the, uh, yeah, good times. I wanna find, I'd, like, I'd love to see like in the, Science fair, that little tri-fold, you know, like cardboard thing. And it's like, can you get chlamydia from the 22? <laughs> <laughs> There's like a fifth grader going, I learned what chlamydia is. Also, the answer is yes. <laughs> There's definitely a problem with the health standards of Muni. Like, although that's not fair either. I never get sick because I bite my nails and I ride Muni all the time. So I just keep putting all, it's the farm effect. You just put it in your mouth and then you don't get AIDS or whatever you get from the bus. That's the myth, that's a myth we'll dispel. <laughs> Can you get AIDS on the Muni? No, <laughs> you can't. Everyone's on prep now. Have you seen that? That's actually on the Muni. They're like, don't get AIDS, take prep. And I'm like, what is it? <laughs> what is it? Something for Generation Z. I don't know, what are they? I'm, I'm the Gen Xer and like, I'm so, I was so scared of AIDS. I can't believe I never got an STD, like ever. Can we can clap for that. I'm 44 years old and I've never had an STD. Thank you. I've never had to take antibiotics for anything weird. And I've lived in San Francisco for 12 years now, so I've slutted it up. Don't get me wrong. This isn't from like any me practicing any safe sex. This is pure. I can't believe I haven't won the lottery at this point. I'm like, what? My luck is holding strong. Okay. You guys are warmed up. I was trying to hold for the throngs of crowd, but they're all... Drunkenly getting into a car. That's, that's it. Don't, don't drive, especially away from Mutiny Radio. There was no alcohol in the building. I know that they didn't bring it in. Sorry. I, I, do you guys like, I know you, I love smoking pot. Who likes drinking? Everybody love drinking? Good. Yeah, I don't, at this point, I don't remember if I like drinking or not. Like, <laughs> I can never remember anything. I'm like, what happened? Did we have people? No, you were fine. I was, what did I, how is it? I, I'm attributing it to getting old. <laughs> the, the brain cells are just dramatically dying. It's silly too, because I used to do a ton of nitrous. And you would think that that would be that. But I remember all those times. Like, I just can't remember anything now. I'm like, where's the nitrous? That's the best thing about nitrous, is you figure out the entire answer to the universe, and then you forget it. <laughs> like, ah! Wait a minute, if I do another one, it's gonna come right back. And it does every time. Which means that the answer to the universe is that moment right before you pass out. Which is like, wow. 
pattern. It's like, I, why don't I just go out in the street right now and spin around in circles <laughs> until, I, until my head hits the concrete like I did when I was five. Did anybody else do that? No one else spun around in circles in their <laughs> concrete? I'm glad Bryce is like, yeah, 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 of course. Totally spun around in circles, got super dizzy and hit my head on the concrete. Bonk, and your little brain like sort of waggles around in there for a second. Like, oh, that was a weird feeling. <laughs> oh, how do I remember that? How do I remember that? And I can't remember Wednesday. <laughs> I don't even think I did anything Wednesday. That was actually the funny thing. Last week, one of my friends said, what was the worst thing that happened, or the best thing that happened in 2018? And I was like, I can't remember anything. Like, I have, she's like, well, what did you do this year? I'm like, I, I honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> Did anybody else have big life events? Well, like, wait, what big life events? I didn't birth a child or, I mean, what do you, what are things people do in their lives that they're, that demarcate them? Uh, Did anybody have an abortion or uh, retirement, drug overdose? Anybody drug overdose this year? <laughs> like, what are the things where you're like, this is the year, really? <laughs> like, Go to a national, okay, dad. All right, and my dad just walked in. Thanks, dad, let's go to Crater Lake. That's a good one, right? Let's get in a, let's get in an RV. Go to start a stamp collection. Big, you can remember 1936. Sure, there was an upside down plane. I don't, I think Zach was, he was in the bathroom that whole time. Was I being funny, Zach? Were you chuckling in the toilet or are you? Okay, good, okay. Well, in hopes that throngs of people come for the for the people who were booked on the show, may I put up the two people who are here that weren't booked for the show first and just give you guys five and then we'll do that and then I know they're so funny. Um Gaspart. Uh before we do that we'll sing the s- silly little song that I like to sing. Uh yeah. <clears throat> M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse, Comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. Hi, hi, hi! I wish I would have brought my vape. <coughs> M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Yay! I'm really excited. We have a really eclectic group of people today, and the people that we just added to the show, it's so funny, because this morning I was like, we have the most eclectic group of comics tonight, and then I realized that everyone is white. So I'm like thinking from the outside, I was like, we've got we've got Paul Sanford on his farewell tour. He might die any day now. He's 71. We've got Marcus Sepala all the way from Switzerland. That's gonna be amazing. We have Katherine Henson coming from New York. She's a girl. Everyone's white though. Now we have Col- we have Bryce Druzen. He's deaf, white and young and fun, and he's I, he had a great set. And we've got Spencer Devine, the king of everything improv and comedy and his beard i think he has he fuck santa he's got he's the new santa he's got into he's tim allen he's the new santa you i love your beard and and now the two extra people being added uh zach wiseman colin holtz and we'll give charity a quick set too everyone is white that is i thought that we were also eclectic and this is like this is like the french French toast would be an improvement because at least there'd be a little bit of color on there. We're just white bread. I love it. Today. Um, all right, your first comedian, he runs a show at Eagle uh, every Wednesday. The first Eagle of the month on Wednesday is the showcase. It's awesome. But then other than that, it's a great, great open mic, and it's one of my favorite in the city, and he's so funny. Put your hands together for Colin Holtz. Yay! Okay, okay.
Okay, hello, yes, oh my goodness gracious, hello, my name's Colin, how are you guys Good. doing tonight? Yeah, that's what I like to hear, I want everybody to be doing at least all right. Pass, everybody should be doing at least all right, even if it's just passively all right. <laughs> You know, sometimes people say, hey, just do you. And I'm like, oh, man, I think I need a better way to do me. I'm not doing too good at it. What does that even mean? All right. I hate throwing parties. I'm bad at it. I don't like throwing parties, man, because... Like, the only people that ever show up are the ones I invited <laughs> out of politeness. <laughs> I'm like, no! <laughs> what is this? Oh. Okay, this is not really a joke. It's just a story that happened to me the other night. I was at the Burger King. It was late at night. It was also Christmas Day. It was Christmas Day night, and... It was just me and a bunch of dudes, except for one couple. And this lady, somebody said, hey, wh where have you been drinking tonight? And she was like, I have not been drinking. I am just a nice lady. Uh, <laughs> and then she proceeded to troll the Burger King line like no one I've ever seen before. I was like, listen, we're all in the Burger King line. You don't get to troll this. But she, she kept saying, uh, wow, I'm so glad I'm not lonely. <laughs> and then she kept asking everybody if they were lonely because it was just a bunch of single dudes. One dude got his food, and she just pointed to his food, and she said, that's your family. And I wish it was on purpose, and I know it wasn't on purpose, and I know it wasn't on purpose because I heard her whisper to her boyfriend, why is every interaction we have with people so weird? <laughs> and I was like, okay, you're either on mushrooms, or you're high, or you're on acid, and you don't understand what's coming out of your mouth. Um, oh. Hey, uh, you know, it's become kind of like a trend in the news to report about people calling the police on children they find unattended in car parking lots, specifically in their parents' cars, not just roaming <laughs> the parking lots. But I, I'm pretty sure that's just because adults are upset that a child is finally in control of what radio station they're listening to. It's like, no, you are going to listen to talk radio, whether it be NPR or some something on AM with a Jesus theme to it, or by God, I'm going to call the police. Uh, I wish doing arbitrary things uh, developed healthy relationships. <laughs> because then I would have the most healthy relationships. It's like, uh, you know, hey, I got a 
good friend, but I'm going to go watch Netflix instead. If that developed healthy relationships, I'd have a great, I'd, I'd have a lot of good ones. All right. Thanks. everybody letting his life be shaped by Netflix like the rest of us yay <laughs> at Christmas all I could talk about was circumcision thanks Netflix <laughs> thanks Netflix I know every time I watch Netflix sometimes I'm like oh god it is real they had that thing on feminism they're like feminism what were they thinking I'm like it is real feminism is real it's on Netflix now everyone else believes it Circumcision is scary and wrong. Woo, it's on Netflix. <laughs> Everyone believes it. I, I saw this thing about, uh, just real quick before I bring up Bryce, I was watching the Netflix and I got deep, you know, into like this thing about girls behind bars. And it's like girls in Arkansas and they're in jail and they talk to them and they're just like, oh, my lies. And they ask him, what is the thing you are so excited about to do first when you get home? And like every single one of them said, oh, I can't wait to shave my legs. This is disgusting. <laughs> you've been in jail. You've been incarcerated for months. And the first thing you're going to do is shave your fucking legs. <laughs> like you are so, the male gaze is such a part of your reality. You were only with women <laughs> for months. And the first thing you plan to do is satisfy the society's like male gaze upon yeah. how you look. <laughs> Is this how you got? This has got to be how they got into. And they're like, well, like, what did you do to get in jail? Why well, stab my boyfriend? It's like, yeah. Cause why? Because he he tried to get with some other girl. Yeah, because you'll never be good enough. It doesn't matter if you shave shave your legs or not, honey. You'll never be good enough. Okay? Just get used to it now. Your next comedian. He's good enough. Uh, I saw him do a set. I did. No, you're great. Uh, you impressed me so much last Saturday. I was like, where has he been for so long? You disappeared, and it was great to see you, and I'm glad for you to do a set right now. Put your hands together, everybody, for Bryce Drusen! Yay! 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 What's going on, guys? Everyone, uh, chilliest little comedy club in town right now. Everyone's all bundled up. Forgot my scarf. Colin's got beanies. How many beanies we got in here? Paul, be I don't know if it's a beanie or a fashion accessory. It's both. Are you wearing it for warmth or style? I'm just cold. Just cold. All right, guys. Door open. Oh, door open. It's controversy, guys. There's disgruntlement in the comedy club. <laughs> Audience slash comedy member not happy <laughs> with, the with the climate here. We're having a climate crisis. Where's global warming when you need it, right? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, I think I have the, uh, I think I win the competition for weirdest job ever. Uh, I used to clean the houses of hoarders. Oh. Serious, yeah. And the, the industry term is uh, we're professional organizers. <laughs> and yeah, as if like when I was taking out all the dead cats, I was sorting them by level of freezer burn. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, this one's a little squishy. It goes in the front. It's still, it's only been in there for a year. And so <laughs> there's two types of things when you go into a hoarder's house, two types of things you find. Uh, like one is like a 10-foot tall pyramid of moldy newspapers. That's garbage, right? And the other is like a closet full of Barbie dolls tied up bondage style covered in cigarette burns. That's what we call evidence. That is, 
right? And so it's like, you know, when I find moldy New York Times, I just feel like I'm cleaning a house. And when I find Barbage Barbies, Barbage, this is a real tongue twister, guys. Stay with me. We can do this. (laughs) Barbage Bondies. Yeah, you thought bondage Barbies were bad. Barbage Bondies. Anyway, well, when I find bondage Barbies, I feel like I'm trapped inside an episode of CSI. That is what the big payoff was, guys. But you know what? I think I'm going with Barbage Bondies from now on. (laughs) Found a new punchline for that joke. Awesome. Friggin' awesome. Uh, I'm looking for roommates right now, and I find it's like a really good lie detector test to figure out what you're a bigot about, right? Like, you know, I get a message. It's like, hi, I'm Ashley. I'm a 40-year-old post-op transsexual. You know, I'm like, whatever, right? Uh, I receive housing assistance, so you'll have to get rent from the county. I'm like, whatever. I mean, like, bureaucracy, but, you know, whatever. And I'm a lacto-ovo-pesca-vegetarian. I'm like, that's three hyphens too many. (laughs) That is where I draw the line, you know. Three hyphens, come on, you know. I'm not talking crap about vegetarians. I hate when I used to be one, and, like, I had to quit because, like, all you other people just can't let a man and his vegetables live in peace just constantly needling, you know? And then people act like vegetarians are always the ones being preachy. No, it's always you people. Like, oh, why, you an animal lover? And it's like, well, okay, I'll tell you, you know, it's because I think animals feel pain just the same way humans do, you know? And we don't think they do because they're dumber, right? We think because we're smart that we feel pain more. But, like, you know, no one's ever been getting tortured and been like, hmm, I'm getting my balls zapped by a car battery right now. What would Einstein have to say about how much pain I'm in? Let me, someone get a whiteboard out. Let's use our (laughs) brilliance to figure this out. But uh, yeah, no. And then the worst part is that all these people who are talking shit about vegetarians, like half of them let their dog sleep in their bed. Like it's just like, you know, People are like, oh, you know, gay marriage, that's going to lead to animal marriage. It's like, no, dog owners calling them members of their family, that's what's going to lead to animal marriage. It's disgusting. You fucking dog owners are gross. I mean, you are, you are just so much, like, vegetarians do not fucking care about animals nearly as much. Like, you will cry like a little bitch if you see your dog get run over by a car. It's like, fucking grow up. Fucking, it's a, it's a, it's a sentient stuffed animal. Just fucking, yeah, oh, whoa. <laughs> no, right, that probably is like the most controversial thing it's, I could say in San Francisco. You know, it's like, I don't want a transsexual roommate. It's like dogs are just like stuffed animals. Ah, fuck you. Vote, it should be able to vote. Fucking. Dude, my, my dad is so funny. There's nothing in the world that pisses him off more than when he sees like dog shit on the sidewalk. He gets he he has the, the neighborhood email list. Whenever he sees, he's just always reporting. You know, hey, this is uh, Maurice Drusen from the scene of the crime. There's some dog shit on you know 12th and Park. It's just always to the point where when we had a like a neighborhood uh, block what a block party. You know, I, like I met people I'd never met before. And I was like, oh, what's your name? I was like, oh, my name's, my name's Bryce. Oh, you're Maury's son. Yeah, he, yeah, he really hates dog shit. <laughs> yeah, sure, he, he does. He fucking does. I'm like, Dad, you know, it's like of all the things like to get your blood pressure fucking up, you know? It's like, 
You know, man, come on, just chill. Just fucking chill. I mean, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right. It's wrong, okay? It's wrong to leave your dog shit everywhere. But, um, yeah, there it is. Sorry, on the topic of animals, guy, I just noticed uh, an Impala skin <laughs> in there, probably, probably stolen by some fucking British imperialists when they fucking colonized Africa, brought back here, fucking ended up in an estate sale when some rich people died. Somehow Pam was, you know, looking for cheap shit and fucking <laughs> and bought it and brought it here. And now it resides. A fucking, you know, it should belong to some fucking person in Benin is like, you know, this is a fucking priceless artifact, this Impala skin. It was a pet. Oh, even worse. Fucking, the only thing worse than dog pets are Impala pets. Jeez, guys. Ugh. Man, my, my, my dad's actually from South Africa. That's how I know it's an Impala. Uh, <laughs> they got Impalas just everywhere, just running the fucking streets. Uh, that's the worst when people are like, oh, are there like lions running through the streets? I'm like, dude, Africans are just as good at killing wildlife as white people. Like there's no, like that's a universal human trait, right? It's like when people talk about the Indians being so in touch with like nature. Yeah, if you go to uh if you go to Yosemite, there's a place called uh the Massacre Bluffs, and that's because the way they used to hunt buffalo was to scare the whole herd and they'd run over a cliff. Oh yeah, so fucking respectful. I'm sure they used every part of every single one of the 1000 buffalo that were fucking dying dead, just fucking rotting. Oh man. <laughs> uh it's not, it's not woke right now. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, dude, South Africa. My dad, so, you know, he, when he speaks, sometimes people think he's British because the accents are kind of similar. But, like, if you listen closely, you can tell him apart because the South African accent is just a little more racist. <laughs> That's the... Thank you. I feel like there's definitely, like, people, like, 30 and younger, 35 and younger, they just don't. They don't know apartheid. They don't remember that shit. It's like that that thing has a fucking expiration date. It's already expired, that joke, but you know, but you know, when older folks are here. Sure. <laughs> Paul remembers the he was he remembers the implementation of apartheid. That's how <laughs> old back in forty eight. Oh not funny. Hey, that, that's like where I fucking draw the line. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> Yeah. No, 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 it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Look at Paul. Paul's first. Paul's first card says "young old." The answer is old. That is the answer. <laughs> correct answer to the fucking thing. And uh, and uh, Paul is also rainbow beanie. I don't know. I was gonna say he's come out. That's so hack. That was so such. Yeah. Let's move on. Forget that. Can we edit this podcast? Fix it in post. Can we? Yeah. Fix it in post. Fix it in post, guys. Fix it in fucking post. Um. No, the God, what did I do? I made a huge fucking mistake this year. Uh, I went to a music festival in the desert, and I don't do drugs. Uh, <laughs> why? Fucking suck. I know. I fucking I drank a whole bottle of whiskey, oh. and I was like, I still feel sober. This is, you know, I can't compete with that. People coming up to me, telling me about their like, you know, ayahuasca spirit journeys, flying on a coyote to the Milky Way. I'm like, you know, I tell them about my drunk spirit journey, driving an hour to find gas station hot dogs. Right? Right? Like their nirvana is realizing everything's united by love. 
And like my Nirvana was like finding that gas station and finding out they also had chimichangas. <laughs> and it's like, the universe is listening to me right now, guys, listening to me. So that was down in SoCal. I was driving back home through Central Valley, stopped by an antique store. And like, you know when you go to like a car dealership and the showroom, like right when you walk in, that's where they got their like fanciest, most luxurious Cadillac tricked out Escalade. Uh, this antique store you walk in, first display case, full of World War II Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> just, just chalk, just top to bottom. You know, and I'm looking in it, I'm curious. Guy comes over to me, he's like, oh, I see you're uh, looking at the dagger with a gold swastika handle. Uh, you're a man of good taste. Yeah. It's like, if you look closely, you see that red stain on the tip of the, that's real blood. That's real, authentic. No, no, it's not. You have to, it's just Russian blood. Sorry, the good stuff you can only find in uh, private collections. Uh, yeah, private collections. Dude, that place was awesome. They also had, uh, they also had uh, old Playboys from the 1960s. Fucking amazing. I'm looking through them. It's like back then things were different, right? Like back then breasts came in different shapes, <laughs> right? Look, right? Cones, cylinders, pancakes, <laughs> right? Today everyone's surprised about fake news. I'm like, we haven't been shown a real tit since 1970, <laughs> right? Like this is, this is nothing fucking new at all. Yeah, I'll end with a little, just a little bit more about my dad. Um, so he's a white dad, and uh, when he watches when he watches basketball, he's been watching basketball thirty years. But still, every time he watches basketball, anytime he sees like a a black name, he's always like repeats it. Right? He's like LeBron, right? Yeah. Demarcus. It's like you gotta admit, those are strange names. Right? I'm like, yeah, as if, you know, if I became famous and got on TV, there wouldn't be some black dad being like, Bryce. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Bryce. All right, guys, that is my time. Thank you so much. That was fun. Yay! Great feminist jokes from Bryce Drozen. Yay! He's so woke. Hooray! I thought you were going to get into the, you know, the, the big, beautiful 70s disco bush that was featured in <laughs> all of the, like, you know, it's crazy now. I have, I, there, man, I don't shave, so I have, like, I have, like, a, a hair skirt, so you can't see any of my pubes. Like, I can, like, take off my clothes and no one can see anything. It's a lot of fun. I, I, I did, a, I did a, a set at the Sweet Spot, which is a, a nude, it's a, it's a naked place, and I took my clothes off. And I dropped trowel, and if anyone under 30 was like, <gasps> it was like arachnophobia. Like they thought there was like a huge tarantula spider like coming out of my vagina. I'm like, it's just hair. Like it's the thing, I don't get you guys. You go to the store now and you spend $60 on your weed and you look at it and it's all manicured and perfect. And it's just like, why are you finger fucking the bud, dude? Like. You could have all the, you could you could trim your own bud and then you could take all the trichomes and the bicombs, make them into your own. No, we're just gonna finger. Let someone else have your own resin on your fingers. Anyways, that's, that's my pubic hair joke. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Your next comedian. He's uh, pretty. Actually, do you wanna do you wanna go or do you wanna give another guest set or do you wanna go? I don't wanna go right now. Okay, good. Then we'll we'll do this we'll do this freaky deaky. If you, you want to hear some fucked up shit, you're in the right place. Your next comedian says fucked up shit all the time. 
Put your hands together for Zach Wiseman. Yay! I also do fucked up shit, so that's not true. I actually learned in life that uh, saying horrible things feels great, but doing horrible things feels bad. So I just say really horrible things and act like a little angel. I also do, uh, I'm wearing like three or so scarves right now, and I forgot how uh, fucking comfortable it is to wear like a blanket around your neck. It's so good. For a while, uh, uh, well, okay, one day I did some acid, and then uh, I, was, I was wearing a, a blanket as a scarf, and then I found a wig on the ground, and then I was, I was wearing that as a hat. <laughs> and I was just walking around with a hair hat and a, and a, a giant blanket scarf on, and uh, going and buying drugs like that. And I realized, <laughs> I realized I'm just buying drugs in disguise. <laughs> Nobody turned me away ever. They'd look at me weird, but they'd be like, yeah, hey, just take the drugs. That's not how cops go undercover. You're fine. <laughs> I just, I like doing weird shit. Uh, like, I, I learned that if you, uh, if you are playing an accordion, nobody will ever ask you to take off the ski mask. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a Burger King uh, playing an accordion with a ski mask on, and all they did was just take my order. Didn't flinch once. That's crazy. I could have been a legitimate threat, I think. I don't know. I was on the bus one night, speaking of weird people. I was on the bus one night, and uh, there's this lady. Uh, she's at the front of the bus and at the back of the bus. And there's this uh, drunk couple that gets, gets on the bus. And it's like a uh, 30-ish you know, couple. And the dude's drunk, and he has a tall boy. And he spills his tall boy, and he's getting on the bus. right? And this lady at the front of the bus, she stands up. And this lady's like 50-ish. And she has one dreadlock coming right out of the top of her head, right? <laughs> she stands up, and she has a brand new mop. And she walks to the middle of the bus, mops up the spill, looks around, and then just goes and sits down. And nobody said anything. <laughs> There's like a good five-second pause, and this dude right in front of me, he's like, really? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, buddy, I got you. That was quite amazing. <laughs> what the fuck would... Did she make that mop out of the rest of her dreadlocks? <laughs> was she adding to her one dreadlock? It was a big dreadlock. It's so confusing. I will never get any answers to this, and I think about it probably once a week. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, question from the back. Brand new. Brand, okay, it was a perfectly pristinely white mop, no bag on it. So it was like new without tags or whatever. The, <laughs> the clothing. I have no idea. No idea whatsoever. She stole it, maybe? Don't know why. Maybe found it? But not on the ground, though. It was perfectly white. All right, I gotta stop this. It'll eat my brain. This is how you lose your mind, guys. So I try to do nice things. I try to do nice things like that lady, you know? Like one time, uh, I saw this guy, and uh, someone had spilled rice on the ground. And he, he was like, hey, come here. Uh, does this look like crack to you? I was like, no. And he picks up the next screen. He's like, does this look like crack to you? And I was like, no, it doesn't look like it. He picks up the next screen. And I was like, does this look like crack to you? I was like, do you need $5? <laughs> 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 
And I gave him five dollars to go buy some crack. Because he was gonna do that forever. <laughs> the rest of his life he was gonna do that till his brain melted. Tom, it's time to get up. Go to work. Does this look like crack to you? Tom, you? you're not even holding anything. Does this look like crack to you? And I think I saved his life. Saved that man's life. Did you guys know that the only Jews that didn't do 9-11 were the ones that died in the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> Too hard, huh? God, I think this shit, and then I'm like, oh, God damn it, I gotta say that. I fucking, <laughs> I have to say it now, because I made a rule with myself. You gotta, if, if you think it's funny, you have to say it, which leads to really sticky situations. And, uh, I mean, it's increased my ability to explain the horrible things I think, you know? Which I guess is good in the end, you know? Because if, uh, if you care about life at all, you'll probably, at some point or another, have to explain something difficult to somebody stupid. And uh, you owe it to people, you know? Like, people will be like, Tom, we're not, we don't hang out with Tom anymore. Tom's a fucking idiot, and he thinks X dumb thing, right? So that's why we don't hang out with Tom. And Tom's a fucking idiot, and we don't hang out with him. But, like, if you think of, like, ideas, like, uh, like everybody's a carpenter, right? And they're building their own ideas house. Right, and Tom, he's over there hacking together some fucking death trap of ideas, <laughs> and I'm like Tom, oh fucking don't go over there. Tom's gonna, he, make, he makes horrible houses. Tom's still gonna build houses for the rest of his life, forever. There's gonna be people trapping those houses. What you gotta do is go, Tom. That's not how you build a house. You're building all wrong. Go roof on top, floor on bottom, Tom. Jesus. Because <laughs> he's gonna do it. The people are gonna have dumb ideas forever unless you stop them by not pushing them away. You know, like not not addressing things has never solved the thing. It's never ever happened. All right, hey, it is poignant. Cool, I'm out of here. <laughs> poignant. <laughs> Zach Wiseman, everyone. Cashews did 9/11. That's that's his own joke. I'm not sad. It's his joke. Baloos. Oh no, Baloos did 9/11. That's why I thought he was going with it. I love that joke. Your next comedian, I haven't seen him in so long, I don't know any of your jokes anymore. And I'm so excited about that, because that means I'm going to be entertained for the entire next 10 minutes. Uh, but not that I haven't been entertained yet tonight. I didn't mean it like that. I don't want to like dig myself a hole that I can't get out of. Um, no, no, I've been very impressed. I mean, I've been up, and I thought I was uh, mediocre at best. But your next comedian, he's super funny. You guys are going to love him. Everybody, Spencer Devine! <laughs> You guys, you guys know how call and response works, right? You guys been yeah. to, a, to a music show? Okay, here we go. When I say hey, you say ho. Hey, ho. hey. Ho. When I say sway, you say swow. Sway, swo. sway. Swo. When I say straight, Paul, tell me your social security number <laughs> one digit at a time. Okay, next. Okay, thank you, Paul. Okay, next. Let's do like two numbers at a time. Five, six, two. Five, five. Five, five, thank you. One, three, seven, eight. One, three, seven, eight. <laughs> Mutiny radio audience. Okay, we're going to try again. Paul did great. Everyone else kind of fell off on that one. 
okay. When I say spay, you say, Spencer, take a look at yourself. You've really come a long way. And you know, with every day being a journey and a struggle as it is, one should really give credit to effort. You know, so maybe your parents were wrong about you and you're gonna make it one day all the way to the top and you live in a penthouse. And you know, really staying in the hotels is kind of like just an excuse to insult someone else's house. Right? But we transgress. Spencer, just remember to be strong. Spay! Okay. Spencer, you really come a long way with yourself and even though... Okay. We're getting a lot of, lot of fucking spark note summaries. Uh, it's a call and response, not a call and uh, kind of what you said. Uh, my boss talks to birds. So that's a good excuse to not work very hard. <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna be like a dick to him because what if on the off chance he's the one dude who can talk to birds? <laughs> Have you guys seen the movie Birds? You're gonna want one person on your side that can talk to birds. Uh, I, uh, someone told me uh, pigeons don't poop while they're flying. I was like, oh, pigeons are so gross. And they're like, no, 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 they don't poop while they're flying. Yeah, that was my main issue with pigeons. Not the fact that I once saw a pigeon standing in a pile of vomit eating said vomit. And probably because it was sitting pooping. <laughs> a fucking filthy animal. No, no one can fucking save them. <laughs> Legal. Uh, so uh, pot has been legalized. Uh, mixture of yay and boo. Um, but uh, security. Essentially, that just means that you're just checking IDs now to make sure that people are 21. Uh, so when I work security, 90% of my job is making playlists and making sure that our patrons aren't three seven-year-olds stacked in like a really <laughs> tall jacket. Uh, that, yeah. Uh, me, Pam was talking about like liquids inside of buses, and I was thinking like Muni is kind of like an inside-out magic school bus. You know, like that episode, like this bus went into the person. And like, oh, the, it's like the person went inside of a bus. It's just, just it's gross. It's just everything. Uh, I once saw people try to, uh, they couldn't find a cracker. Uh, so to do whippets, they uh, used a condom and a hammer. Yo. It's a real, a real meth giver move, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, there should be a tax if you suck as a person. That's it. Uh, so I'm gonna do some impressions. Okay, this is my impression of a mime doing a handstand underwater and there's a fire also. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, so this next impression, okay, so this is uh, five books, right? And they're all stacked on top of each other, and they contain the secrets of the unknown universe, but they're also made of jello. Wow! <laughs> you're never, you're never going to see that, guys. That was a once 
So I recently uh, lost my health insurance. Uh, so that means I recently became my own doctor. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I didn't go to medical school, but uh, I have a pretty decent tolerance for pain and sharp things in my room. Uh, the, they said <laughs> I went to a doctor and they're like, yeah, you pretty much took care of it. And I'm like, what? How? <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Apparently the only plan that I qualify for is to ask people who look like doctors on the bus what's wrong with me. <laughs> uh, they say don't shop when you're high. Uh, but like Pam said, if you're always high, you found the loophole. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> no going back. Uh, you know, um, so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of cool villains in Disney movies, right? Um, but a lot of them are overlooked. Uh, Scar is definitely the best Disney villain. Uh, he has no motherfucking thumbs, right? He had no thumbs, but he still managed to like do a successful military coup. What the fuck? <laughs> like, uh, like the the Pope from Notre Dame, two kind of thumbs, you know? Uh, Jafar had two giant genie thumbs. Ursula had like a million octopus thumbs and then also two human thumbs. Scar can't open a jar of pickles. Killed someone's dad and then took his place. It's fucking deep. He, you know, hyenas will eat their own babies, but he taught them to do a choreographed song and dance number. He lives in, a, uh, in an elephant graveyard. Fucking metal as fuck. <laughs> His name is Scar. He wasn't born with that. He was named Scar from birth because his dad's like, yeah, he's going to be a badass, going to get fucked up in a fight. He just knew it. Uh, so what's the next one? So, uh, uh, I, you know, uh, people think they're being so polite when they're like, oh, hey, you're not fat. You just, you're just big boned, you know. My friend here is not, he's not fat, he's just big boned. Hey, hey, he's not fat, he's just big boned. In that third one, there was someone very far away. Uh, but that's like kind of the worst thing you can say to someone, because uh, that just means none of this is going to get better. <laughs> oh, this, oh, this is all bone. Just a bulbous bone monster covered in a thin layer of skin. <laughs> you, ever, you ever think that like that went to the opposite and some kid just went to the Natural History Museum and he's like, oh, sh dinosaurs were fat as shit. <laughs> some of the biggest bones I ever had. Oh, a meteor killed the dinosaurs. Type 2 diabetes <laughs> killed the dinosaurs. Uh, Pam, how much time do I got? Two minutes plus. I'm going to tell a story about when I was a kid, and my mom will swear it never happened, but it totally <laughs> happened. And this is not like me saying that it happened to like cover it up in a comedy way. Like My mom says this didn't happen, and I swear it did. So we um, went to the park, because when you're poor and you can't afford to go to Disneyland, your parents take you to the park, because not only is it like, have fun stuff, they can like use it against you because they took you outside. <laughs> They're like, oh, you gotta do your homework. I took you to that free outdoor place. 
It's n- you didn't pay a ticket price. You just walked up because they don't have fences around every park. So we stopped by uh, McDonald's to get lunch, uh, to get a Happy Meal, the most ironic meal for a sad child. Um, and I, I, w- I sat down on a bench to eat my lunch, and my mom was just gone. This is the part she says didn't happen. She was just, I don't know where she went. <laughs> Leave your child alone in a park for half an hour. Uh, so I see a goose down by the lake, and I'm like, I'm in nature. I'm a kid. I get it. I got my lunch. This is super cool. This is what parks are about, seeing animals. And it comes closer to me, and I'm like, oh, shit. We're in it now. <laughs> me and this goose, we're going to, like, we, we have a mutual understanding. This is like life force to life force. And he comes, and he jumps up on the bench, and I'm like, I am the beast master. We're going to be like Archie and Tintin or whatever the, the guy and the small white dog. Essentially, we're going to be in the front by the candy bars in the Safeway. Just a representation of friendship. And, and I'm, I'm eating my fries, and he takes one. And I'm like, okay, you know, we're best friends. So, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you, but I'm going to say something about it later because not cool. Uh, but I would share fries with my friends. Uh, and then he takes a bite of my burger, and I'm like, ooh, I'm crying, and I don't know why. Uh, and he takes my burger. He doesn't eat it. He jumps off the bench and walks down to the lake, swims into the middle of the lake, drops the burger, (laughs) and watches as it sinks below the surface. (laughs) And and you know know it was fucked up like it was an intended thing because none of the other geese did anything about it. They weren't like, oh, some food that idiot dropped. They were just like, nah, you messed with Carl. (laughs) And then he turned his hellish goose neck into deuces and just flew away. (laughs) You know, uh, this is a follow-up. So uh, I I, I, I buy a lot of junk food on food stamps. uh, And uh, people are like, oh, don't spend all your money on ice cream. You're so dumb. And then ice cream tells me, they're all idiots. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. That's been my time. Ice cream on food stamps. Yay. I get it. I get those zits, zits. Hell yeah. The problem is the corner store, now they sell them for like $3.99 a piece. I'm like, oh, the price of convenience. But they take food stamps. They don't give a fuck. Um, I'm, is, are you, you gonna, can you go after our next comic? Is that okay? Okay, cool. Uh, hey, hey, Paul, you've been here in Pilpay. You have so many signs, and I want to I wanna, I wanna get him going before these crazy kids. That guys, you got to come out. He's got his signs. You got to hold the signs. Um, Marcus doesn't know about this because he's from Switzerland, but yeah, you're next. Our next comedian, he is this special thing. I didn't know you still did it. I haven't seen him in like a year, but he does this thing where he's, he's a unique individual or he does, can't remember shit, either way. It's a lot of fun. He's gonna pass these things out and then whenever you feel the urge, you can put any of them in the air and he's gonna, he's gonna do stuff and we don't know what he's gonna do. He has some idea of what's gonna happen. It's sort of like remembering your own improv. It's sort of like maybe being like... Mix him up. It's, yeah, mix him up, fuck him up. Um, I'm so excited that he's here, that he's still awake. He's like the oldest comic on the scene, I think. Is Sandra Arvissa older than you? Yeah. Oh, she is? Oh. Well, you have, you, you have better posture. 
Uh, I'm kidding. You both have you both have wonderful posture. Yeah, she was. Yeah, and I think you look you look like you used to be a, a linebacker. Uh, hey, everybody, you're be excited. Get those signs ready. Put your hands together. It's Paul Sanford. You just shoot, leave the young women alone, Daddy. My daughter says to me, "Leave the young women alone because they're too young for you." Okay, I think I'm thinking of how beautiful their mothers must be. And she says, "The mothers are too young for you." So I say, "Can you date the grandmothers?" So I go on the internet to meet the grandmothers, and all I get back are money shots. You know, pictures of women who look like Ulysses Grant, Benjamin Franklin, George Washington. <laughs> you think I'm in something dirty? Okay, insecurity guard. A lot of men, when they retire, get a job as a security guard. Well, I got a job as an insecurity guard, and I, I'm working at the, I'm working at the at, at the at the Safeway. And somebody comes up to me and says, "Would you walk me to my car so I feel safe?" And I say, "No, I'm an insecurity guard. I'm going to empower you to feel safe all by yourself." I got fired. I got twat. I don't mind being called a twat. I considered a promotion over being a dick. The C word. Can I tell the C word? Anybody mind the C word? Young comedians, they say to me, Paul, you're 100 years old. You must have known a lot of cunts in your time. And I say, yes, and they were all young white boys like you. <laughs> Sexual Special Olympics. Everybody gets to come. <laughs> balls. I have great balls. Here I am. I'm an elderly person and I'm telling dirty jokes to children. Inflation. When I was a kid, you could buy a car for 100 bucks, you could buy a house for 30,000, and you could buy an election for a million dollars. Now with inflation, a car costs 30,000, a house costs a million, and the election costs the soul of the nation. I'll tell them one at a time, the N word. No, it doesn't work that way. The N word. Um, I I don't use the N word. Well, twice, twice in my life. Once if I'm about to die, and once if I want to die. Yum. Believe it or not, there are women who look at me and say, "Yum." Can you say "yum"? Yum. Um, it's, this is audience participation. Come on. Yum. And then and I know you you don't believe it. But in 50 years, you're going to look at me and you're going to say, he's dead. <laughs> death threats. I got more death threats than Donald Trump today. I'm proud. Patrice. Patrice called me up and said, I have to break up with you even though you have given me more orgasms than any man I have ever known. I never get a laugh on that, but I just love to say it. Okay. <laughs> Bad rap. Is there good rap? No, I mean, look at me. Look at me. I'm white. I'm elderly. What do I know about rap? Guy says to me, you want to listen to rap, Paul? Bullshit. If I liked rap, the whole industry would go down. Oakland, hello. <laughs> Guy rolls his window down when we moved to Oakland. He rolled his window down and he said, get your white ass out the street. Well, I was touched that he cared about my safety. But I wondered, how did he know that the hairs on my ass have turned white? Like schadenfreude. Every time Rachel Maddow tells something bad about this happened to Trump, I just love it, don't you? Oh, I'm such a bad person. I have such schadenfreude. White women. 
In my whole life, I have only had sex with white women. Uh, no shit. <laughs> Blue joke. I've only, I've only slept with white women because they will let you sleep. Okay. Out there in audience land, just edit that one and you'll like it. <laughs> bisexual women, I like bisexual women because they don't need a hard dick. Okay. <laughs> LGBTQ, which one am I? I'm bi. I'm bi celibate. That means I don't have sex with either men or women. Now, people are always curious when you're on the LGBTQ scale, you know, were you born that way or was it a choice? Well, when it comes to celibacy, it's always a choice. It's not my choice. <laughs> consent. You guys, are you young rapists worried about getting consent? <laughs> I, I mean, you always worried. You think back, did I really get consent? Like, I mean, I'm gonna live 71 years back. No, 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 mate, yes, when I was a kid, you know? And, and so I'm worried, but I'm not worried about getting consent anymore. What I need is help, participation, encouragement. Other than that, Mr. Bobbitt, how was the sex? Boy, the Bobbits are gone. Okay, <laughs> what's my favorite pornography? I'm looking for pornography for the blind. I want pornography that just snuggles up and whispers in my ear. You know, good vibes. Why do women like those vibrators so much? Does the vibrator pay the check? Does the vibrator open the door for you? Does the vibrator laugh at your father's jokes? Does, your, does the vibrator enjoy your mother's cooking? Well, neither do the young men these days, but I don't know what the joke's about. So, <laughs> first swallow. Do you remember your first swallow? Yeah, you mean you're you're there heart to heart with someone and kissing, and you feel their heartbeat, and you can feel their breath, and 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 your mouth gets dry, and ooh, first swallow. What do you think I was doing? Something dirty? Oh, okay. I will fuck you, but I will never love you. Read the cards, Paul. I will fuck you, but I will never love you. I guess I'll just have to settle. Uh, feisty. She said to me, why do you call me feisty? That's sexist. Would you call a man feisty? And I said, no, I call a man a bitch. <laughs> Boys to women. Why doesn't that happen more often? Why don't men change into women? Because listen, when, when you were young, did you, did you dream of being in a woman's body? And, 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 and then when you were in a woman's body, you liked it. That was nice. Okay, horny. I don't get horny, I get nostalgic. This shit slaps. Say that. This shit slaps. What could that possibly mean? I mean, if your shit is slapping, you just flush. Lubricated tip at my age, that's an enema. Are you okay? Thank you for asking. I happen. Don't ask an old man, how are you? Because we'll tell you. Uh, I happen to have video of my colonoscopy. I mean, if you got a long time, sit down, quit. I'm 71 years old, and I am not going to quit comedy until I get on the Johnny Carson show. Uh, I look like Bernie, yes. No hair, no foreskin, no chance of being president. 
I went through security at the airport, and they said, shoes off. I took my shoes off. They said, belt off. I took my belt off. And then they're holding up my pants, and the guy says to me, jacket off. I said, uh, sir, I'm past the pull date. No, uh, Schrodinger's cat. We have Schrodinger's cat in our refrigerator. Kristen says to me, there's, there's ice cream in the refrigerator if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm responsible for the existence of that ice cream. I'm junk. Guy says to me, don't look at my junk. I say, sir, we're in the locker room and you're naked. And your junk, I said, all your junk is in the locker. And I look at it and I say, that is little tiny junk. I'm not interested in your little tiny junk. <laughs> breast milk. Face it, it's all breast milk. But how do they tell the, so the male soybeans from the female soybeans? Prostate health. Guys, to have a healthy prostate at my age, you need to find a woman who will let you have sex constantly and not ask you to hold back. Uh, unselfish lovers like me, we have terrible prostates. Unselfish, really unselfish lovers like me, really, really satisfying lovers like me, our prostates hurt at my age, but we're still, doesn't work. Divorce brew, at my, I, I leave my women the way I leave my coffee. Cold, pale, and bitter. <laughs> Gentrify. Kristen and I moved to Oakland. We're not gentrifying, we're geriatrification. <laughs> war. War. What is a good war? No, 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 war, huh? God damn it, these people at me. War. Huh? What is good for? Absolutely nothing. War. Huh? What is good for? Nothing. I got a sing-along going here. <laughs> suicide jokes. I, you guys, do any of you tell suicide jokes? I hate suicide <laughs> jokes. Why would you tell suicide jokes? I mean, if you're going to tell a suicide joke, you should try it once or twice. <laughs> hit on. Do men hit on you? I know they do. These, these pigs, they won't, these dogs, they won't take no for an answer. I mean, they hit on you and you say, I'm here with somebody. I'm broad-minded. Bring, bring, bring her along. No, it's a guy. I'm really broad-minded. Bring him along. No, you know, you say, look, I'm really drunk. I'll throw up in your car. It's a rental. You know, they won't take no for an answer. <laughs> they say, I will pass out on you. I'm a necrophiliac. I'm a kleptomaniac. I'll steal everything you have. I don't have anything. I'm divorced. I I'm pregnant. I like a three-way. Men are dogs. They won't take no for an answer. You're still holding the quit sign up. I'm waiting till. I always will, Paul. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Roids. Roids, what is the big deal about roids and sports? I mean, if somebody wants to compete with hemorrhoids, let them. Daddy issues. I'm not looking for a woman with daddy issues. I want someone with granddaddy issues. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> now, is that, is that the friendly fuck you or is that the hostile fuck you? It's the friendly. It's the friendly <laughs> fuck you. Hey, I'm almost finished here. We can have a good time. Did you bring the Viagra? No, not into hard drugs. Okay, I feel, I feel good. Like I knew that I would. I feel nice. Like sugar and spice. So good. 
So nice. So good. So nice. What a cool audience. Hey, you're great. I'm gonna have to. I, I'm gonna have to pull playtime to an end here. We've run out of time. I've learned at my age, you can't always finish, but you can stop. Uh. Thank you. Sleep in the corner. He was on fire. He's on fire with his nose. Shots fired. That was fun. Uh, he and we should all be impressed. He's he hand wrote all of these incredible signs. No. Yeah, somewhere. What? What would he give him to us? He didn't. He didn't. He doesn't hang out with four thirty. <laughs> Pulling the veil for the audience. Uh, all right, uh, are you your next comedian? Really, She's really gonna do, yeah, 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 get the cards, yeah. They, they will yeah, the before we get, before we get to the Swiss, before we get to the Swiss mister. Uh, she's so funny, she has a show that she runs every Saturday at Hotel Utah. Sign-ups are wicked early. I was there at 420 last week, and I thought I was early, and I was number nine on the motherfucking list. I was like, what? So, okay, comments, get there early, but it's a great show, and it's at a cool venue called uh, Hotel Utah on uh, 4th and Bryant. But she's here right now at Mutiny Radio. Put your hands together for Charity Pomeroy! Uh, Paul! <laughs> uh, thanks for directing that uh, do men hit on you thing at me. Um, they do, actually, and I do give excuses. Um, uh, my big excuse is the truth. I'm gay. <laughs> Not into men. You're right. They they still keep going. They're always like, you haven't met the right one yet. Actually got that at Hotel Utah last Saturday. Oh, yeah. They're still doing it. They're still trying. They are still trying. They are still trying. Uh, but my least favorite thing is when um, I tell somebody I'm gay and they're like, what? Like, that's the biggest shocker. What? You? What? And I get that all the time. And I hate that. It, it's, uh, to me, it's why I'm single. <laughs> it's why... <laughs> Obviously, gay women aren't into me. I don't look gay enough. <laughs> so, yeah, I missed out on the um, gay costume day when we were learning that at gay camp. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's really unfair because my ex, gorgeous, uh, stunning woman, totally still in love with her, can you tell? Uh, but truly, we go out, everybody's like, oh, yeah, she's gay. And they ask her, is this your sister? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no. And, and that's really not fair. There are even people who have known me for a while, you know, acquaintances, and they find out I'm gay, and they're shocked. And I'm like, I thought you knew me. And yeah, so I figure my gay is like an M. Night Shyamalan movie, you know? <laughs> it's not like my exes. You, you meet her, you know immediately what the plot is. Oh, she's gay. Me, you meet me, you think you know what's going on, and then you're like, oh my god, what? You were gay the whole time? So, yeah, it's a little bit different. Uh, I'm a middle child um, from a very large family. So, uh, anybody guess why I'm in comedy? I need attention! I need attention! <laughs> Somebody pay attention to me! When I was growing up, I just wanted anybody to pay attention to me, especially my mom. I was like, Mom, just look at me! She would never look at me. I mean, she was blind, but I just wanted... <laughs> so badly for her to look at me and, and uh, 
That's that's a true story. Uh, my mom is blind. People are always impressed by the fact that my mom was blind. I never got that. People are always saying to me, I am so impressed by your mom. I'm always like, why? <laughs> what do you know about her? That she's blind? And she had sex a bunch of times. That's <laughs> what you know about my mom. There's nothing impressive about somebody who exists just because they exist differently than you. And that, that's so bothersome to me when people uh, do that. Uh, um, really, what they should have been impressed by uh, with my blind mom was something most people didn't know. They should have been impressed by the way my blind mom beat the shit out of her kids. <laughs> that was impressive. <laughs> uh, which brings me to what's not impressive, my blind mom's kids. Not impressive. Because when my mom was yelling, line up for spankings, we could have been like, <laughs> yeah, no, never occurred to us. Just stand in the corner and don't breathe for a few minutes. <laughs> like, how's she going to find? No, no, we lined up for spankings. They were never spankings. <laughs> I always like that, the euphemisms that parents use. I'm going to make it sound better. Line up for spankings with my fist in your eye. Uh, my brother actually went to school with a black eye. And uh, teachers were like, oh my gosh, what happened? And this, this really is funny. Child abuse. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but people asked him what happened. And nobody um, got it when he was like, oh, my mom hit me. They were like, oh, your poor mom. Yeah, they're assuming this blind lady, this poor lady, she tripped and fell. Hit you right in the eye. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we learned very early on just to laugh about that shit. And that's good, because um, my mom has grown up. She has turned into a really wonderful person. What do you do when you have an abusive parent who grows up to apologize to you and to become a good person? You fucking hate them, because now who are you going to blame? Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. My name is Charity. Let's give it back to your glorious house, Pam Benjamin. Child abuse is hilarious. Yay. Yay. Um, did I give you a pot treat already? Yeah, yay. Throw in the, it's the fudge. Hey, Charity, you like them, right? Yeah, the fudge. It's the new fudge for the kids calling. Yeah. Where it's Zach. You don't want the fudge? Come on, it's the weed fudge. You want me to throw it all the way in there? Zach doesn't fudge around, dude. All right, there you got it. It's, go it's good at room temperature. You, you, all right, I tried to offer you. I gave you the coal instead. Uh, hey, you guys, I'm really excited for your next comic. He's all the way from Switzerland. Yeah, I know. It's so crazy. I'm so excited to hear his jokes because he's from Europe and I want to, I heard these. People have sense of humor all over the world, so this should be very exciting <laughs> for all of us. That like, that's like, I'm, I'm super excited that he's here, all the way from Switzerland. You guys, the world is listening. There's probably a listening party somewhere in Switzerland right now. It's like five in the morning, and they're like, Marcus is up, or do they just drink at five in the morning there? I hope so. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Marcus Sapala. Hey, thanks a lot, Pam. I appreciate that. Guys, how is everybody doing tonight? Yay! Great big crowd. I like that, man. I like that. Uh, yeah, uh, my name is Marcus, but if you, if you have a look at me, you'll um, probably see very quickly 
By the way, I look, you look at my crooked teeth, my swollen lip, my wild hair. I am actually Stephen King's retarded cousin. <laughs> yeah, that's what we go for. But I could also be the uh, sole black representative here because I heard yesterday that Marcus apparently is a black name. I was at this mic and, and they, they saw Marcus on the list. The guy, that I, the guy uh, was expecting a black guy from the corner to come up and it was me and he was wildly disappointed. <laughs> That's what I learned there. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm, I'm actually originally from Sweden. And, uh, but a few years ago I lived in Australia until I got deported. Uh, you know, Australia, it was founded as a prison colony. So I got deported from a prison colony. <laughs> can, can you imagine what kind of shady shit you have to do to be deported from a prison colony? And where are you gonna go afterwards? Like which country is gonna welcome any kind of criminal, uh, any kind of uh, illegal people? Well, that's why I ended up in Switzerland. <laughs> they do not ask a lot of questions at the border, I can tell you this. No, but it puts me in a, in a complicated situation because I'm from Sweden, I live in Switzerland, and apparently these are two different countries. But a lot of people <laughs> don't know that they are two different countries. A lot of people don't know the difference. I don't know the difference. <laughs> I, I never looked it up. <laughs> Makes it easier like that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy to be here in, in uh, California, man. This is a crazy place. This is like San Francisco is a crazy place. The last time I was here was 2003. And <laughs> you know, the, the things I've seen, you, know, I, you can see a guy doing heroin just outside this door, but during the whole week I've been here, I have not seen one single person, not even one person, cross the street when the light is red. <laughs> like, what, 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 what is the sense of scale in this city? Like, what the hell is going on? This is like some bizarro town. I ended up in, like, what the? <laughs> anyway, no, but I'm happy to be in California because you guys, you have something that I really love. You guys got roller coasters. Yeah, you do, you do. And I love roller coasters. I, I, you know, and there's a name for people like that. Roller coaster enthusiast. I'm a roller coaster enthusiast. It means that I travel around the world riding roller coasters. Yeah, and the best way to do that is to join a roller coaster club. <laughs> and I think we all want to meet a partner that shares our interests, right? So I was so happy when I realized that if you want to meet single attractive women who also like roller coasters, then a roller coaster club is the wrong place to go. <laughs> people who join roller coaster clubs, uh, people look like me. Aging, overweight, white guys, that is not the right place to go. Now, if you want to meet attractive women, you go to a vegetarian restaurant. <laughs> you go to Mutiny Radio. <laughs> but if you want to attract women, you have to do comedy. <laughs> it. <laughs> no, it makes sense. If she sees that I'm confident enough, to make an idiot of myself here on stage, she'll figure that guy can do that in the bedroom as well. <laughs> it always worked for me. Most of the women in my bed, they laughed. 
Well, they cry when they leave, but they, they laugh when they come. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so something else about me, I, uh, I Googled myself the other day, and I found myself at this executive compensation conference where I presented. Here's my speaker profile. Marcus Seppala is an experienced and entertaining pubic speaker. I don't know what a pubic speaker is, <laughs> but I do know why they did not invite me back the next year. A panel discussion about the executive compensation performance metrics is apparently not the right place for dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the person who wrote that speaker profile, it was me. I pulled that paragraph straight from my CV. So I haven't really been hired very much lately either. Uh, it's not going well. But that conference, that's actually where I got started with comedy. Because um, there was a, I, I was giving a technical presentation about how our company got acquired and what impact that had on our employee stock options and our treasury shares, but with jokes. <laughs> and, and, and this lady in the audience, she said, uh, she, she said to me afterwards, hey, that was funny, you should do stand-up. <laughs> now, you know, I... I'm not so bright, I'm a bit <laughs> autistic. I took her seriously, so, so here I am. <laughs> but, but here's the thing with comedy. If you wanna do comedy, you have to be willing to fail, right? right. Sometimes the jokes are not gonna work. You, go. you have to be willing to fail. So what she was saying to me is essentially is that, hey Marcus, you look like something, somebody who's intimately familiar with failing. <laughs> I didn't get into comedy to fail though. I got into comedy to get laid. <laughs> and that's where the failure started. <laughs> Last time I got laid, George Bush was still president. Oh. And I'm not talking about George W. Bush, the son. I'm talking about H. W. Bush, uh, the dad. Oh, too soon? <laughs> He'd, he died last month. Now I can't get hard anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, these are some of the problems. No, but when I got, when I got started with, with comedy, I was doing this open mic in, in Basel, Switzerland, where I live. And they told, me, they told me I could do a tight five. And of course, that means a well-prepared and well-delivered five-minute performance. I thought it meant an average-looking girl with not a lot of mileage on her. <laughs> a tight five. <laughs> A tight five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how I got started. Um, but <laughs> but it, it's not good, you know. It's, it's not good, good doing comedy because I've been, I've been doing a lot of dick jokes lately and I'm kind of, I've kind of almost lost the ability to have a normal conversation with a person anymore because I'm thinking, is everybody also constantly doing dick jokes? <laughs> Like I can't have a normal conversation. I'll give you an example. Uh, I was at the office the other day. A colleague of mine, he has a problem with a supplier in Germany. He was going to fly down there and have a little chat with him. So I asked him, so you're going to bring a baseball bat to the meeting? And he says, no, I'm going to bring something bigger. <laughs> Are you making a dick joke right now? <laughs> I, w I was on Bumble. <laughs> I was on Bumble the other day, uh, speaking with a the girl. The, the conversation was fairly brief. 
And she says, wow, that was short and intensive. Are you making a dick joke right now? A <laughs> couple of months ago, I was, in, I was in Japan. I did three shows in Tokyo. And before I left, my buddy told me, hey, Marcus, here's your chance to be big in Japan. Are you making a dick joke right now? <laughs> Yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard, man. Too many dick jokes. <laughs> I'm going to finish on one last little dick joke here because here's uh, this is an actual problem I've been having. <laughs> well, I have had those other problems as well, but here's a very specific one. You know, in the last couple of months, I had five different women tell me that I have tiny hands. And you know this myth that if your hands are small... Then you also have a huge truck. <laughs> so I took that as such an insult, but the more I thought about it, I realized that no, it's actually a compliment. Because if she's sitting there thinking about the size of my hands, me, she's already thinking about my dick. <laughs> and that means mentally, in her mind, I'm halfway in. <laughs> and with a small dick, Halfway in is all you can ever hope for. <laughs> Plus, if she thinks that uh, it's small, uh, she's already lowering her expectations, and that really speaks to my strength. Plus, in my experience, it's actually not the size of the dick that matters, but it's your skill with the tongue. And in this department, I am actually an entertaining pubic speaker. <laughs> Guys at Mutiny Radio, you have been a wonderful audience. My name is Marcus Seppel. I hand back over to Pam. Marcus, can you tell us some jokes in Swiss really quick? German or Swiss? Do, just Swedish, do people from Switzerland speak Swiss? Am I so ignorant? I have no idea what language okay, you speak okay, there. Yeah, yeah. Will you tell, will you tell some jokes? Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell a couple of jokes in, in German. How, how long do I have? How long do I have? Yeah, there's another girl who's supposed to come, so you're fine. Is that a dick joke? <laughs> 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 okay, okay, warum nicht? I'm ambition, ambition, um, uh, comic auf uh, Deutsch. Also, ich habe ungefähr ein Jahr Stand-up-Comedy gemacht und viel gelernt. Besonders, ah. über, besonders äh, über Feedback. Also du machst hier, hier ein Set, an so eine, eine Performance und du bekommst ein bisschen Feedback. Aber du verstehst nicht immer, was das alles bedeutet. Zum Beispiel. Jemand sagt dir, wow, das war sehr mutig von dir. <lacht> Und was er meint, ist, dass dein Set war scheiße. Wenn das Beste, das sie sagen können, ist, dass du mutig bist, ja, dann bist du nicht so gut. So. Und, und Mut, und das ist auch nicht wahr. Also mutig bedeutet, du, du rettest eine, eine Katze aus einem brennenden Gebäude. Mutig bedeutet, du, du sprichst mit dem Publikum nach der Show. Also ich mache Schwanzwitze. Dick Jokes, das ist nicht mutig, das ist nur idiotisch. Das ist Swedish. 
I'm a Swedish, all right, all right. Okay, let me, let me uh, think about one in, in Swedish. Uh, all right, okay, let's do something in Swedish. Uh, I'm, gonna fin I'm gonna finish one Swedish joke and I'm gonna, gonna let you up. All right. Så tidigare år så lärde jag mig att min chef har, han är, han är medlem i samma gym som jag. Eh, men jag vill inte se honom naken på gymmet. Det, det räcker med att jag ser honom naken på mitt arbetsrum. <laughs> All right, that's a Swedish joke about my naked boss. About my naked boss. All right. So do we, do we want to do one in Finnish as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna hand back over to Pam. <laughs> All the way from Switzerland, doing jokes in German there at the end. What? What? Jokes. Yes. These are jokes, folks. These are jokes. Um, that was. Did you just tell the dick joke again, but in German? Or was it a totally different joke? Oh man, I'm gonna have to run that through like some Google Translator shit and find out what you said. That was awesome. Yay, hands together again for Marcus, yay! All right, your headliner of the evening, she just rolled in from uh, the setup. Much different, much different audience at the setup than here, much different. <laughs> but we're receptive and warm and excited. We're, she's gonna make an entrance from the bathroom real quick uh, in a second. <laughs> it's gonna be a big thing. Oh, before before she does, I'll just you know, one little knock knock. Who's there? Feminism. feminism. I can get my own fucking door. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's the precept of feminism. I don't know how that works. They read books or something. I don't know. This has been a weird week for me. I realized that um, I didn't. I didn't wear makeup for 12 years because I was a feminist. And then I realized that that's all a lie because my friends gave me a bunch of makeup for Christmas. I just was poor. I couldn't afford, I couldn't afford that $18 eyeliner. I've got $12 lip gloss in my backpack. That is insane. I was using the same mascara for 12 years. I just got a new L'Oreal one. What? I know. Money? Yeah, you know, that's the thing, feminism, just if you take it. Take out consumerism. Don't, just don't shave your legs, ladies. It's uh, Gillette, <laughs> the best a man can get. Never be good enough. It's okay. Uh, your next <laughs> comedian. I'm so excited. She's all the way from New York City, and she's going to make us laugh, and she's going to be hilarious, and we can't wait. She just did the setup. I probably had a fire set over there. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Katherine Henson. I, I, I'm very excited. Oh, look at this a couple, happy couple right here. Wow, do you sit? <laughs> boy, boy, am I convinced. Okay, wow, that's exciting. All right, do you have kids? No, good for you. I, wow, okay, well, with another woman. All right, now I understand what's happened here. You're like, uh, we're okay. You have kids? I'm not a fan of kids, sir. I'm not gonna lie. I, it's not. They're great, I believe you. That's what, you're a good father. Listen, I didn't have a father, all right? So just that explains a lot. They're older than me? Are they rich? <laughs> I am single, so. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm right here. I am, I am in the market. I am shopping. I just want to get married and get divorced, okay? That's a job. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what does your son do for a living? He's a, he's a chemist in a 
I am ready for my nuclear diamond, okay? <laughs> Thank you. I'm very single back in New York, but I think it's kind of fun. I enjoy it a little bit because like every season's hoe season back there. <laughs> Do you know what that means? No. You know, he said yes, no. It means you spend most of the time trying to put together a nice big dick bouquet. <laughs> yep, one in every color, some nice for the home, you know? <laughs> yeah, you had one before you met him. I see it. <laughs> it's fun. Like I said, I didn't have a father though, so that's, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a dad, so now I sleep with people that remind me of him. Oh. Um, <laughs> did I have a grandfather? I'm gonna go with probably had one. <laughs> but now I fuck losers. That's what I'm that's what I'm getting at. Yes. I'm like a raccoon in trash. <laughs> I'm just like ah, you know? <laughs> Yeah. It's it's great. Uh, pretty much like if you put the last five guys I slept with in a police lineup, I will get arrested. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. It's like a Liam Neeson movie, <laughs> really. I have a type I go for, too, for sure. Like, I'm very picky about my type physically. Physically, I like guys who look exactly like me. <laughs> well, I think it's because I was the first person to make me come. so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that makes sense now, right? Yeah, I'm just chasing that dragon for the rest of my life, you know? <laughs> like... <laughs> Can somebody else do it? I don't know. I'm literally still waiting. So. <laughs> so that's why, you know, whenever I see a skinny, pasty white guy with really long hair, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Is that me over there <laughs> with a penis? <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> Excuse me while I run over there and suck my dick. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you meet a lot of new people that way, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I met this guy the other day. He had a motorcycle. I got to ride on the back of that thing. Holy shit, I was so wet. I thought I was gonna slide right off of it. <laughs> Just like die in a puddle of my own filth on the highway. <laughs> Ambulance rolls up. I'm like, don't you touch me. I'm finally about to come. Ah, you know. <laughs> yeah, that guy got a blowjob. <laughs> what are you gonna do, right? I mean, when you're single, you just hand him out like candy. <laughs> they come flying at you like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was done though, that guy said some weird shit to me. He said something to me that nobody's ever said to me before and I will never forget it. When I was done, he looked at me in the eyes and he said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know, I was like, what? <laughs> oh my God, this one has manners. <laughs> Marry me. <laughs> I kind of thought about it afterwards and I think that's a weird thing to say to someone who just gave you a blowjob. Yeah, unless you can also palm them a 20, right? <laughs> no? <laughs> so, I mean, okay, don't get me wrong. I think that any man, woman, and child that puts a dick in their mouth deserves some goddamn appreciation. <laughs> yeah. Especially the child. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you. What am I supposed to say to that? Like, oh, honey, keep the tip. <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I fall in love with uh, guys who are like rejected Lemony Snicket characters. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's very bad. The last guy that I was in love with, like he looks like Kid Rock without teeth, you know? I mean, he has all of his teeth, they just look like they're trying to escape. <laughs> I got to his apartment for the first time and I found out he's a 35-year-old man who sleeps on a mattress on the floor. Silence is the appropriate response to that, actually. But then I took a look around and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> are all of these DVDs yours? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, he was like, everything the light touches <laughs> in this room is mine. <laughs> I just looked around, I was like, oh my God, but you don't have a window. Like, <laughs> you mean this lava lamp? <laughs> yeah, he looks like how a belly button smells. <laughs> Quite the reaction from you, miss. <laughs> like you've been inside your own belly button recently. <laughs> like it's Saturday somewhere. <laughs> it's, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty weird. Now I work at a sex dungeon. Thank you. It usually gets very quiet when I bring that up. Like, people are very worried what I'm going to do. It's, there's no sex there. Let me just be clear. It's very wholesome. It's like nipple twisting and cross-dressing and pooping on people. You know, Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday in the mission, right? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. My mom was not happy, though. No. I was like, it's like the movie Saw, but nobody dies. Okay? Just, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> like... It's, you, you look as upset as my mom did. You kind of <laughs> like it. <laughs> she was not happy with me when I told her. She was like, I don't understand. What do you mean sex dungeon, Catherine? Okay, no. Mm-mm. You have a college degree, okay? This is not the job for you. And I was like, Mom, relax, all right? I'm the manager. <laughs> 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 yeah, of the whole dungeon, you know? <laughs> every room, every dildo. That's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> We got one in every color. It's crazy, you know? And it, it's a weird place. I mean, ha have you managed anything before? Anybody been a manager? Yeah, I mean, what do you do as a manager? You know, you make sure employees are happy, customers are happy. You got to be professional no matter what. I'm just doing that in a sex dungeon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm picking up the phone like, hello? Martin, oh, so great to hear from you. <laughs> How was your weekend? How are the kids? <laughs> Oh, you went to the lake, how wonderful. You know, whenever anyone asks me, ocean person or lake person, me too. I'm a lake person. <laughs> I grew up around lakes, so. <laughs> what can we get you this week? Ah, 9 a.m. on Thursday, not a problem. Now, it's been a while since we've seen you, so I have to ask, do you want just a fisting? Oh, your nephew's in town. Yeah, let's throw in a golden shower. Get a little crazy, <laughs> right? We can do that. We can also do a diaper change. Uh-huh, I'm writing that down. A little goo-goo-ga-ga. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> she can definitely be an overweight Dominican lady. <laughs> yeah, I get it. She has to look like your childhood babysitter, so. <laughs> See you soon. Give my best to your wife and the kids. <laughs> 9 a.m.'s early for a fisting, right, sir? I know, it's a, I mean, that's a work hazard for me. 9 a.m., I mean, my God, right? They're still serving hash browns at McDonald's at that hour. <laughs> you know, it's like this guy just dropped his kids off at school and he's driving home and he's like, huh, you know what my mornings have been missing? <laughs> Fist in my ass. <laughs> you know, when coffee just isn't enough? <laughs> Need that helping hand to get your day started? <laughs> The best part of waking up. <laughs> Fisting in your butt, right? <laughs> Weird thing. <laughs> and it's funny because none of the women wanted to do it, and they're professionals. So it's not because of what it is. They just hate Martin because he talks too much. <laughs> Which you got to say, very impressive considering the entire time he has a fist in his ass, right? <laughs> He's like a human sock puppet. She just gets in there. <laughs> and he's like, oh, hello. <laughs> Do I have the full hour? 
<laughs> my mother never loved me, now I'm fisted on a Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Eventually, this one girl, she's sitting in the corner and she's smoking a cigarette and she just looks at me and she's like, all right, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> and she's 20, but she has the eyes of a weathered soldier. <laughs> and she looks at me and she goes, you know, if there's one thing I've learned is that if you stick your fist far enough up a man's ass, you can feel his heartbeat. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like how poetic, right? <laughs> Somebody's grandma should stitch that on a pillow, you know? <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> but it, what it reminded me of is that saying that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my whole life I've just been feeding men thinking that was the way to their heart, so. <laughs> you know, wrong hole, I mean. Because <laughs> I know why I'm single, so. Yeah, my mom, she's pretty cool. She eventually came around. She's very supportive, and that, that's great. I just kept telling her stories about the place. I told her about Barry, and Barry's somebody's grandpa, and what he likes to do is come in and take off all of his clothes and be walked around on a leash like a dog. And his mistress did the nicest thing for him. She got him his own collar, pink with rhinestones, yeah, with a little dog tag. On the front, it says, Angelisa's slut slave. <laughs> and on the back, it says, if lost, please do not return. <laughs> <laughs> when I told my mom that story, she was like, well, I bet that just made his day. <laughs> it's, it's nice he has a place where he can go and express himself, make friends. She hates that we don't have security there, though. We don't have security there. It's just like 15 women with whips, though, so <laughs> I think we got it under control. But she's like, no, you need a gun there, okay, to protect yourself. And I'm like, a gun? <laughs> Give me a break, mom. We're not teachers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have a gun there. Are you sports fans? Anybody like sports in here? No, not really. I, I don't like sports at all. I mean, I love sports. I just don't watch them. I don't know anything about them. But I love whenever they're on, because when sports are on, men are distracted, and I feel safe. <laughs> yeah, very safe. Like, when sports are on, <laughs> men aren't thinking about women. No. <laughs> but they're thinking about 22 men in spandex, okay? <laughs> I just want to be very clear right now. I am not saying that everybody who loves sports is a rapist, but I am saying all rapists love sports. <laughs> so, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I've even stopped carrying like mace or a weapon when I'm walking around. You know, when I'm walking around, I just carry a ball. <laughs> you, can, you can be any kind of ball, soccer ball, football, ping pong ball, and if a man approaches you and you feel afraid, you take that ball, you wave it in his face, ah, you know? and then you throw it as hard as you can. Hopefully towards a hoop or a goal, right? <laughs> that man chases it like a dog, so. Because men like dogs love balls, right? Well, that was brought to you by Women's Track and Field, so. <laughs> what's keeping us safe in a dark alley right now? Because <laughs> the cops aren't doing it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw a hot cop the other day and I'm thinking about fucking one. Have you done it? No, no? I saw a hot one, I'll do it for us, right? <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like, I think it'd be really fun for me because I'd have to hide my drug use, I'd have to hide where I work at the dungeon, I'd just have to pretend to be a whole new person. It might make me feel like I had a real dad. <laughs> wow, look at the time. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go, but uh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Catherine Henson, everyone, all the way from New York City, yay!
thought actually when you go to New York City, and this was 25 years ago, so I don't know if it's true or not, but that you always carry um, a pocket full of change because if you get accosted by a questionably housed person, you just throw the change and run the other direction. Is that is that not is that not how it works? It's like you just throw throw change throw money at it and run the other way. That's what I was taught. Uh, Gabby, we have five minutes. Do you want to do a quick five? Yeah, that'd be great. Well, we can do we. Well, yay! Everybody, we've got time. Let's bring her up, everybody. Gabby Bochia, yay! Great. Well, I've been watching the news lately. Have you guys been watching the news? No. Good. Good self-care for you guys. Well, uh, it turns out that kids who are watching seven or more hours of screen time are experiencing a thinning of the cortex. (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) Turns out it's true what they told us. And I feel like at that point, like, that's a full day's work, right? (laughs) Let's just send them back to the mines, you know? (laughs) At least in the mines, they'll use their imagination to escape, you know? That was the real punchline. But you guys are fucked up. (laughs) So (laughs) you'll have to soon. All right, what else? I, uh, I've been having a great time lately. I got really horny. Who's with me? <laughs> Spencer, let me see your oh eyes. I got so horny, I decided to buy some sex toys. And uh, when they showed up, I was like, wow, that's too many. <laughs> that's way too many. <laughs> that's why you don't go shopping when you're too hungry, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But um, I do, I love, I love what they've done with sex toys recently. They've got suction cups on dildos. It's been there the whole time. Amazing. (laughs) Now you can fuck anything with a flat surface, right? (laughs) You like an intelligent man, ladies? Yeah. Well, now you could fuck a book. (laughs) So keep it up. I wrote down a joke recently. I could not read it at all. I wish we could all appreciate it together. Some silence. That's exactly what I wanted. (laughs) A moment of silence for that dead joke. (laughs) Um, I uh, fucked this guy recently. It was a lot of fun. It was like porno sex for real. Uh, Because I was looking at him, and I was like, you're definitely a drug addict. (laughs) And then he kicked me out of the van. I've been watching Game of Thrones. You guys like Game of Thrones (laughs) from four to five years ago? Yeah. I've been trying to catch up on seven seasons of Game of Thrones. I've been watching three hours a night. That's like watching Braveheart every night. What were you going to say? It's a Christmas. Winter is coming and always. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like a tree getting chopped down, but it's someone else's dick, and it's constantly 
constantly. It's like watching Braveheart every night in a post-9-11 uh, world. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. And it's fucking with my mind. Um, oh, man. I'm going to go back to school. I have no jokes about it. It's just to excuse the lack of new jokes. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> um, I, uh, I think there's some terrible double standards. I think it's fucked up that if a guy calls a girl daddy in bed, she's crazy, you know? But if you're doing a guy's laundry and he calls you mom, that's a good sign. That's fucked up. <laughs> Nobody, all right, okay. Uh, I think it's also fucked up it's like that we expect pussies to be pretty in this day and age. <laughs> right? You wouldn't expect a prize fighter's face to be pretty, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a world champ, so uh, <laughs> my lips are going to get busted, you know? <laughs> I think you do. I think you do. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, what else about the world? Donald Trump's a big dick. He's getting better at stand-up day by day. <laughs> that sucks. Um, Russia's a big dick. They have no sense of humor. Um, I think uh, priests shouldn't have any say in abortion. Because they're not fucking anyone who can get pregnant. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank you. That's that's <laughs> that's the last thing I have to say about that. Um, well, what else? You know, you guys have been really great. Uh, namaste to all of you. Uh, namaste, namaste. I uh, I'm very insecure. Do I seem insecure? Say no. Say no. <laughs> say no. I'll take your laughter as a good sign. Uh, I'm very insecure whenever I see a woman who's like younger and prettier than me. I just turn into Snow White's stepmother, you know? And I'm just like, that bitch is gonna die in the woods <laughs> if I have <laughs> anything to do with it. Thank you guys very much. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. and awesome people and again we kept it all together and everyone who performed tonight was indeed white that was the the common thread of today's show i was like the most eclectic grouping of comics you've ever seen and everyone all of us this is a white privilege show of all ages Realm jokes, part different parts of the country. Marcus might be black. <laughs> we don't, we can't tell. We can't, any of it, it's on the radio. This could be, we could all be. Uh, I'm, yeah, big joke, we yeah, got it. Here we go. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna all go after. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Even our board op, clap for him. One of the ones and twos, David Zunzu. The all, all whiteness. We're all here. <laughs> Super fun. Um, thank you guys so much for being here and staying, everybody, and hanging out to the end. I had a great time. I hope everybody got their treats and you enjoy your fudge. Uh, tonight, uh, there's karaoke at Benders if anybody likes to sing songs. Uh, I know Charity does. And, uh, but thank you guys. And next week is the fourth, and there are people uh, every week. 
But clap yourselves. Yay, you, yay. And uh, I post everybody on Instagram, and I'll post this tomorrow, and you can send it to your friends in Switzerland. Bye, yay. So we'll get started in about five minutes. Happy hour open mic. I am a subscriber on Podkicker because I'm an Android guy. Can't fuck with Tim Cook. Um, I don't know if anyone listens to this shit live. I know like 10,000 people a week listen to Pam show that comes after. So look around you. Awesome. About to get started. Laughing off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. Yes. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> well, hello, boys and girls. You know what a password is. That's a secret word that soldiers would use to get past the sentry and up to the front. Well, here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. They're more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you can't be able to lose strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body-nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the GreenArmy.com.
Hi, ladies and gentlemen. We'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. We've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open uh, in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Hate Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Yo. All right. Can you can you help me out again? You've helped me so much. Pretty lady in the back. Can we, can we cut the music? Grocery, a worker owned can we cut the music? Food cooperative located Is that possible? 45 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say. Oh, man. All right, let's get this motherfucker started. We're going to start with some crowd work. This would be a better show if. Shout it out. The host was here. We could drink here. Make some noise for Serene. Do the people on air even know this is a mic? Yeah. What the fuck? This is a tight operation. I was at least expecting 30 seconds of crowd work. Ah. Some kind of something. You didn't hear any of that, did you? Yeah, fuck that guy. Okay, anyways, uh, I'm just kidding. He's cool. Um, cool, all right, let's talk about it. So uh, I'm broke. I don't know, are you guys broke? Because, uh, okay, we get it. You do a successful job in the daytime, 9 to 5, went to Cal Berkeley, and you're buff. 
Okay, I need to work out. Okay, uh, <laughs> fucking, yeah, no, I'm broke. And I mean broke, okay, not poor. There's a big difference. Because broke is when the napkins at McDonald's are thicker than your toilet paper. Okay, and then, and poor is when the napkins at McDonald's are your toilet paper. And you shit in the to-go bag. Okay, big difference. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm broke. And I, I found out recently that 99 cent tacos from Jack in the Box have no nutritional value. They just hold space in your stomach long enough for you to go job hunting. <laughs> Cardboard with sriracha. Flat black plastic.